People who have had friends stab you in the back. What is the story? Made plans to go see a movie with my friends for my 16th birthday and planned it weeks in advance. Everybody bailed the day before of but I decided to still go see the movie. Ran into my whole group of friends leaving the movie theater while buying popcorn. Best friend stopped talking to me after my dad died. Took the whole friend group with him. Apparently I was too emotional. I was 13. Having my entire friend group walk away from me when I was in such a crappy place stuck with me forever. Asked two of my friends if they wanted to live together in college. Then one of them asked another person in our friend group if he wanted to join in as well. Then they asked another, and another, and then once there were too many people for one apartment, they dropped me out of it. No longer friends with any of them. Was kinda a wake up call though because I definitely gave way too much of myself to those people not knowing that I was the most expendable one. It really taught me not to put others on a pedestal and respect myself more and has since led to me developing far more healthy relationships that bring me a lot of happiness. Several of my housemates decided to move to the west coast after college. There was one who was planning on going with them that they didn't want to keep living with. They waited to tell her until after they had driven out over spring break to look at apartments, in her car. Pretty gross, and it really messed with her. Glad you're doing better, they told her after they got back. I had one friend. I was bullied by everyone at elementary school, because my friend would be bullied too when they hung out with me at school. We only played outside of school. One day a popular kid asked to play with me during recess. I was ecstatic. Until after a while they said you're not as bad as friends said you are. And that's how I learned why I was bullied. Being very good friends for over 2 years. Their roommate moved out and they asked me if I want to move into their spare room. I was very happy to live with my good friends and I did everything I could to be the best roommate possible. After 3 weeks they found another source of income and kicked me out. First. They offered to help me find another accommodation but the next day they changed their mind and just told me to leave by the end of the month. It was 7 days until the end of the month. They didn't spoke to me ever since. When we met somewhere in town they acted like they never seen me before. I have no freaking idea what I did wrong. Nothing. You did nothing wrong. A quiet girl I made friends with would only sit with me in class just so she can go snitch about me to my ex-friends. She would literally sit next to me for one or two classes, randomly, then go sit with them. Later, I called her out on it after she came to sit next to me and told her why do you even bother sitting with me, when we both know you're just trying to get crap to talk about me with them. When I come back from the bathroom you better go sit somewhere else. I was usually very quiet and that was the first time I stood up for myself. Good for you. Sometimes it's better to put people like that in their place. I had one friend who honestly wasn't my favorite person because she was really manipulative. But I never said anything bad about her. I found out that she had been crap talking me to all of our mutual friends and telling them all that I did horrible things that I never did. Ended up essentially being pushed out of that entire friend group and it ruined a lot of my high school experience. Village gossips. Personally I am just happy I am not part of that miserable group anymore. As one wise man said, empty can rattles the most. I had a best friend that I knew for 16 years. She got pregnant and her parents tried to kick her out. Her parents wanted her to get an abortion but she refused. 
One of our HS friends told me someone should push her down a flight of stairs so she can miscarry. I told her that's a very bad idea and offended my best friend. The next day, the principal came by my class to ask me if I could attend a meeting about something important. If I didn't attend, I was going to be expelled. When I arrived to the meeting, our shared friend claimed I was going to shove my best friend down flights of stairs so she can miscarry. My best friend believed her. We stopped talking after that. Frick the former shared friend. Fingers crossed for karma. We, my husband and I, had a friend that we helped get back on his feet. Paid off some tickets he had. Got his license reinstated. Hooked him up with a solid connection for a reasonable, well-running car to replace his beta, and gave him a place to live and a job, automotive repair. He decided it was a better choice to tell all our customers we were overcharging them. Spoiler, we weren't, and he'd do the jobs cheaper if they'd bring it to him at his house. This was a short time after he moved out of our house, after never repaying anything he owed us. Not that we'd asked, broke my heart. Some will take as much as they possibly can. Years ago when I did a health sciences undergraduate degree, most of the cohort was determined to get into medical school. Our medical school program mainly accepted students from only our competitive undergraduate course, due to subject prerequisites. We all knew each other and were friendly, hanging out together and forming study groups. Many of my friends were great, we shared tips, resources, practiced exams and interviews together. But there were a handful who really wanted to get into medical school, and since the program ranks applicants mainly based on undergraduate results, the better your friends perform, the lower your ranking is for selection. So near application time, some of us would head off to the university library to borrow our textbooks to find chapters or page numbers that the lecturer mentioned would be on the exam, and they would be ripped out. You'd go and find another library copy of the textbook and that page would be ripped out too, all of them, totally removed in a hurry. I didn't believe that someone from our cohort did it, until interview practice began. Students began obtaining copies of the questions from previous years and lying when others asked if they had it. I saw someone give a terrible, awful interview answer and the other student would give them glowing feedback and inform them they should say that, word for word, during the interview. It was a shit show and a lot of relationships fell apart, or were never the same again. Had a good bud of mine, who's the godfather of my son, living with me and my wife. I travel a lot for work, and was out of the country for about 6 months in the Middle East. Came back and found out she was pregnant, with twins, and that they weren't mine. Best friend for 8 years started sleeping with my girlfriend, later wife, a week after I introduced them. It took 6 years after my son was born to find out they would meet up a few times a month was a chance he wasn't mine. Luckily he is. I booked a table for 6 people to watch a sports event at a bar. I tell them so. All 5 friends say okay we will be there. No one shows up or even has the decency call or text that they were not coming. Similar thing happened to me a couple years back. I hosted a little Halloween party at my place for 4 friends. And even though it was a month in the making, all of them flaked. I don't know about you, but that really took the wind out of my sails and I haven't hosted any get-togethers since. Friend told me they weren't doing anything for their birthday. On the day of their birthday, photos appeared on Facebook of them out with the rest of our friends. They're not my friends anymore. A woman I thought was my friend, 
We worked together for years, our kids were friends, I helped her and her husband out when he was having mental health problems, she was in my sister's wedding party, appeared in court as a witness for my ex, wife in her bid to gain full custody, thankfully she failed and I now have custody of my kids, I haven't spoken to my friend since. A guy who seemed like a good mate when it was just us, and then as soon as there was someone else, or a group, he took the pee out of me and tried to make me the butt of all jokes, even worse if there were girls around. After a while, I called him out on it, and he was just like dude, it's just a joke, but I was done with him after that. I saw him randomly earlier this year, after years of no contact, and it was amicable, and we caught up a bit on how we're getting on with our lives, and while he has grown up and become a bit more grounded, there's been no intention of rebuilding a bridge. I think if I ever met someone who has that side to their personality, I'd drop them like a hot potato. My douchebag of a brother did this to his best friend all the time. After about 6 years of this, his friend couldn't stand it anymore and cut my brother off. My brother is so arrogant, he still can't see the problem. In 2014 I woke up Jan. First in horrible pain, I ended up needing an emergency surgery to remove my gallbladder. I was a single mom to two kids under 5 and had just moved back to my hometown after living out of state. We'd had to leave a really crapping living situation and had only been back about a month and I had not found a job at that point. I had had a really close family friend who had been living with me before I had moved back and he ended up homeless so I bought him an $80 bus ticket and got him back to our hometown and let him stay with me a few days. He quickly found another place to stay but we had invited him to my youngest son's second birthday, which is the 6th of Jan. I was like 4 days out from surgery at this point and could barely make it down my stairs at this point so he offered to go and pick up the pizza and cake for my son for me. We didn't have a huge party or anything. I was on food stamps and had cash assistance since my son's dad was not involved at all and did not pay child support. Even so I offered for him to get himself a small pizza to take back to the girl he was staying with since her and her kids couldn't make it over. So party goes great, everyone has a good time, especially both my kids. A few days later my grandma was going to go grocery shopping for me so I go to get my card and realize it's not there. I never got it back from the guy, and I forgot he even had it since I was all doped up on pain meds from surgery. I tried calling him like 5 times and he didn't answer. So I get onto my account online to check my balance and he took everything. I had like $600 in cash, paid my rent and bought my kids the things they needed, and then I had like $750 in food stamps. All of it was gone. He let the girl he was staying with convince him to steal my money from me. I'd only use the money to buy the bus ticket and the pizza and cake for my son since I'd been in the hospital for the first 4 days of the year and only home for 2 after that. It is still to this day the most intentionally fricked up thing anyone has ever done to me. Mostly because it was such a huge frick you to my kids. Like who steals from a single mom recovering from a life saving surgery on her kid's birthday. Especially after I helped him. Like holy crap. Please tell me you called the police on him. I really hope you're doing fine RN. I'm so sorry he did this to you after all the kindness you showed him. Grew up going to the same church and met my friend and her family when I was 14. We grew up together, hung out and our families would be together all the time. Fast forward many years and I am dating a guy that I fell in love with for almost 3 years at the time. He went to ND to the oil fields for work. 
I went to visit him and could tell something was off a bit. Took the train from my town to Williston 22 hours to get there. Visited him for 5 days and on the last day he gets up and goes to shower. I grab his phone. We had an open policy with each other that either could be on each other's phones. I found the emails between my friend and him. My family still hangs out with her family and her. I refuse to be around or speak to her. Probably better to cut her off. My best friend since 4th grade called her my soul sister. I genuinely was so grateful to have what I thought our friendship was. She fell on hard times, got weirdly religious, and stopped working while going to her private uni. I was always there for her, shoulder to cry on. Visited her all the time because she didn't have any friends and I knew she was lonely. Helped her with groceries and rent. Helped her family out. One day she came over and after buying her groceries, she told me a higher power has been telling her to cut me off for 2 years and she had to listen. Now she wants to be friends again. It's a hard nope from me dog. To be fair, sounds like mental illness. I had some friends who were always talking crap about me. Found out from another good friend. And one day I came to school in my brand new jeans that costed around 150 euros and they put glue on my chair while I was in the bathroom. I sat on it. I asked which one of them did it. None of them said a word. We went to the principal's office and these pose had the balls to say that I put it there to get them in trouble. Their parents were called and I earned around 200 euros and a new pair of jeans. I see this as an absolute win. In 7th grade she wrote a 10 page letter on all the reasons I should kill myself, and had all but one of my friends sign an agreement after I confided in her that I felt like something was wrong with me. Early undiagnosed depression. Go figure. The day she gave it to me was arguably the worst day of my life at the point because my parents told my sister and I that they were considering divorce, and my grandmother died. Just happened today actually. I threw a housewarming party for myself and invited 20ish friends family over. It's been 5, 1 stroke 2 hours and no one has shown up or bothered to call. I specified no gifts and supplied about $250 worth of food drinks that'll go to waste now. Congratulations on the house. Told a friend a secret in high school. I suffer from major depression and social anxiety. Don't tell anyone. I'm seeing a therapist. That took a lot for me to say. I was making progress. Friend proceeded to tell the entire class. People thought I was crazy. That's high school. I stopped being friends with the few friends I had. I was more alone. I graduated high school with zero friends. Thanks. Don't worry though. In college I blossomed into a bearded man with no fears. Life has been swell ever since. Glow up. My best friend and I worked together for 3 years at a restaurant. I was the night manager and was really cool with all of the employees, but especially her. We hung out outside of work all the time. She went with me to the beach and carnivals with my kids, who adored her. She started dating this guy at work who was slowly becoming a drug addict. I could see it, my Sikh head aunt made it easy to spot, but no one else could. After he fricked up for the 10th time in a week and started nodding out at the sink, he was fired by my boss on a Saturday. The following Monday night, at closing time, he came in the back door wearing a ski mask. I was walking towards the front door to lock it when I was grabbed from behind and felt something cold against my neck. It took me a second to realize it was a knife. 
He said get me the money but I couldn't move. I was literally paralyzed with fear. My brain was screaming at me to move towards the register but my feet just wouldn't move. He screamed give me the money again but I was frozen. He then drugged me to the register, made me open it, grabbed a fistful of 20s and ran out the back. My best friend at the time this whole thing went down, conveniently, in the bathroom. I was still in shock trying to explain to the police on the phone what had just happened. When I hung up the phone, she asked what had happened and I told her I had just been robbed at freaking knife point. Her exact response was I hope no one thinks I had anything to do with this. Um what? So long story short, they find the guy. I told them I recognize his voice, and he rats her out on the setup. The setup was her texting him in all clear when only she and I were in the building. He didn't have to though. She quit the next day, and stopped replying to my texts. When I found out I was heartbroken. This is someone who was around my kids regularly. I was diagnosed with extreme anxiety and PTSD after being robbed and still have flashbacks randomly. If someone comes up behind me and startles me I panic. The amount of money my life was worth to them $440. The punishment they received? He got 2 years in jail. 50 years suspended. 1 year of probation. She got 1 year probation. I had to quit the job I had over a decade because I couldn't stand being in there anymore. TL. DR. A year and a half ago, my best friend at the time set me up to be robbed at knife point. Why the frick? That's fricked. I'm so sorry. This all starts out poorly by me following my boyfriend to the same college he went to. He was a year older. Still don't regret it after all as I loved my school and everything else around those 4 years. We were a bit off again, on again first semester I was there again, red flags. My new across the hall mate in my dorm became my best friend. She and boyfriend didn't really like each other but it wasn't a huge deal. Just a personality clash and she didn't like how he treated me with the on off crap. Our school had a winter term in January. Boyfriend lived off campus so he was there and best friend was taking a class. I was home. Our best friend was lonely and didn't know many other people on campus for winter term so I told her to hang out with the boys in my boyfriend's frat house whom she had friendly ish with. So they all start hanging out and by that of course I mean they start hooking up. I get back to school and I immediately can tell things are weird with best friend. Unbeknownst to me at the time, boyfriend has had basically our entire relationship to practice covering his tracks and is a smooth and practice lie by this point. Within a couple weeks, it all comes out that they'd been hooking up and best friend actually tells me you know how much I've wanted a boyfriend, if you were a good friend, you'd let me have him. Why I still wanted to date him at this point is beyond many 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 people's comprehension, including mine. But it did involve a dog that I was beyond attached to. I do fold them both equally. And did at the time too. I don't remember being mad at either of them as much as I was just devastated. He was apologetic from the start. She was mean and manipulative again. Not trying to say it was the other woman's fault. Just explaining how it all went down. It totally sucked and I felt so betrayed by both of them. And surprisingly, I have had a lot of trust and loyalty issues since. Nah, for her to actually say that, it's one of the rare instances where you can totally rock her freaking world. Had a friend from high school till about 4 years ago, about 8-9 years total friendship. He was a very close friend, and one day confided in my boyfriend, now husband, and I, that his roommate was moving out to live with his girlfriend and he won't make rent that month. 
Boyfriend and I had an apartment lease ending so decided we could be of help and moved in. Two months before our lease was up, two rent payments. Lived there for about two months and we find out we're pregnant and having a baby. Happy scenario as roommate has informed us he wishes to turn over lease for the house to us to move back in with his parents. Perfect three bedroom house with two bathrooms and plenty of space. The day before we're set to meet up with the landlord we come home to an eviction notice on the door and all of roommate's stuff is moved out. Call him. No answer. Call the number on the eviction notice from the landlord and find out he lied and never told the landlord anything. He won't even work with us at all just said we have 30 days to gtfo. Roommate had been pocketing our rent money for months. Had 30 days to unexpectedly find a new place. Pay first and last month and a security deposit, and move in the middle of Michigan winter, while pregnant. Freaking piece of crap. Several years ago I moved to Florida, almost immediately after I met a friend. He was a great guy, so I thought, and we'd constantly hang out he'd show me around the town this state, etc. About a year and half of knowing him he stole a couple of my credit cards and racked up really big bills. Unfortunately for me. And I know this now but didn't then, I simply thought calling the credit card company to report your card stolen and cancelling the account also vacated the charges. That's not true, you actually have to formally contest the charges separately, and you only have 60 days. By the time I realized this it was too late, I tried, in vain, to semi-reconcile with him to try to get a payment plan. He begged me not to call the police, I regret now that I didn't. I did believe that he had fallen on hard times, and he would get back on his feet, and try to repay me. That didn't happen. Although, later on he did get arrested for something else and was put on probation. I figured that would have been the best time to try to recoup the money lost. I had fallen behind on these payments and my credit was starting to suffer. I had to drop out of college because of that. I did try instead to take him to small claims court. I do realize that civil court is not criminal. But with him now being a convicted felon I might stand a better chance at looking much better. Instead when we got to court he denied everything, said everything was a gift, and completely slandered me in open court. Why he was allowed to get away with it is beyond me, but that case was dismissed. I got nothing. My credit suffered for years because of that. I eventually did save up enough money to file for bankruptcy to just get rid of that debt that I couldn't repay, nor should I have had to. I have never really forgiven him for what he did to me, as far as I know he still lives around. Luckily I haven't seen him in several years, idk what I'd even say if I ever did encounter him. The bankruptcy did eliminate that debt so I cannot, and will not, ever say he owes me anything monetarily, but, he owes me a huge apology. But like I said I would seriously doubt the sincerity of it and likely wouldn't accept it anyway. I think the best is as it is now. He just stays away from me. You're a very kind person. That guy owes you more than an apology. He caused you a ton of suffering and misery. Plus he used your friendship for monetary gain. Lied to you a lot. I hope that if he contacts you, you do not reply. He's a pose. He always will be. And he'll always be looking for an angle with you. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video.
bye for now.